0: Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID. SID and friends in the morning. 77 WABC. Frank Morano's here at 810. Bill O'Reilly, 840. Arthur Idala, 910. Harry Lake at 930. So, two of the three people in Curtis Lee was crosshairs this morning, excluding Joe Borelli, Morano and Idala both set to stop by. But we put this time aside every Thursday morning for a media giant, a great judge, great, great judge. But a media giant, Fox News, you know, you heard. Um, Who was it just now talking about uh, Roger Ailes? Um, Was it my last guest? I forget now. He said, I went to Roger Ailes. Oh, Bill O'Reilly was talking about it, how he disagreed with Roger Ailes about um, Mitt Romney. So this guy, uh, Judge Napolitano, big star on Fox News, and I miss all those years, and has his own podcast, which does very, very well. So, Judge, welcome back on this beautiful Thursday morning. How are you, pal? Uh,
1: Good morning, Sid. (laughs) Great to hear uh, from you, my friend. So, well, last night before I went to bed, I got a message from my producer passing on to me a note from you saying the judge should listen to Nigel Farage this morning. Now, I was without telling you where I was, I was unable to listen. What the hell did he say?
0: Nah, he's just crazy it doesn't matter what he says because his accent he he could say the same thing that anybody else says on this show every day but the accent just makes me crazy but listen he he said what we say you know he's in london but he's uh he's very in tune with what's going on here and he loves donald trump he thinks joe biden is a creep not just uh, old and demented but corrupt and you know he really believes that uh, he's going to destroy the world and he said listen Uh, the Ukraine-Russia stuff. don't forget, we are 3,000 miles closer uh, than you are. And he said the people in Poland are absolutely terrified of what Putin may do next. So it was interesting to get the the European look, the London look, that we talk about here in America every day. He certainly seemed a lot more nervous about what the Ukraine-Russia conflict could mean than, let's say, people like you and I.
1: Well, I I share his view. I think he's a great human being. He quite properly led uh, Great Britain out of that socialistic uh, European Union. He got a lot of guff for it, but he uh, prevailed. Uh, Joe Biden's war in Ukraine is on the verge of World War III, and it's because Joe Biden wants to run for re-election as a wartime president. He doesn't understand the danger of what he's doing. Five hundred... Thousand soldiers have been killed, about four hundred and fifty thousand Ukrainians, and about fifty thousand Russians, because Joe Biden, who could stop this war tomorrow, even this afternoon when he sees um, uh, President Zelensky in Washington, Joe Biden is determined to fight this war so that he can be another FDR. We have spent one hundred and thirteen billion dollars. That's one-eighth of the entire defense budget on this war. Joe has just asked for another 28 billion. I know you're not a, a fan of uh, Matt Gates, but those guys may actually stop the 28 billion from coming out because Kevin McCarthy and Chuck Schumer are lockstep together in favor of giving Zelensky another 28 billion, half of which he'll probably steal.
0: I see. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the
1: digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice.
0: I don't know if you saw, that was great, Judge. thank you. I don't know if you saw Merrick Garland's performance Yesterday and uh, Jim Jordan and a host of others, uh, I thought they really exposed him as a liar and more importantly, corrupt. You know, again, here we go again, you know, the appointment of David Weiss and when asked about, um, you know, him him actually getting involved in this, he said, I don't even remember talking to the president's son. I think it was Jordan who said, you don't remember talking to the president's son? And his answer, Merrick Garland, was, I just can't recollect. And you know, of course, when people say, I don't remember, they remember very, very vividly. But that's the only lie they can tell. And I thought Merrick Garland really blew it yesterday. And if you have any doubts about whether or not the attorney general is corrupt and a Biden lackey, Man, those doubts have been removed as of yesterday.
1: Yes? He did a terrible—I agree with you. He did a terrible, terrible job. Listen, I know him as a colleague and a judge. He had enormous respect as an academic, as an intellectual, and for being intellectually honest. And quite frankly, in his decisions as an appellate judge, he was very, very supportive of government and very supportive uh, of law enforcement. He has been an abomination as the Attorney General of the United States, and he's just the wrong person for them to send up there. And I know they subpoenaed him so there's nobody else that the Department of Justice can send. But uh, public performance and sparring with somebody as sharp and aggressive and as in touch with the needs of the people as Jim Jordan. I'm a big fan of Jim Jordan's, as you may know. Uh, it, it was just no match. So Jim Jordan is even a even a lawyer. He's a gym teacher. He started out, but he did a better job of cross-examining this uh, the, this former federal judge and attorney general of the United States than Merrick Garland did answering. It was just it was unwatchable, and no matter whose side you're on, it was unwatchable.
0: How about this story? This one uh, really raised my eyebrow this morning because. Of course, I'm very, very friendly with President Trump, and I love him. New York Governor Kathy Hochul yesterday signed a bill, Judge, setting the state's presidential primary for April the 2nd, potentially, which of course is no accident, potentially putting former President Donald Trump on the ballot as he stands trial in Manhattan for the hush money criminal case, that ridiculous case brought by the fat, stupid Alvin Bragg. So here Hochul does that. It's no coincidence. It's not just an accident that that date is a date that Trump may be in court. How reprehensible is that?
1: I think it's reprehensible, but it's politically meaningless. Nobody's going to oppose Trump. For the Republican primary in the state of New York, and whoever did so would be trounced, just like he's trouncing everybody else. It shows Hochul for the left-wing tool and fool uh, that she is. She wow. is probably the worst governor uh, the state of New York has had in the modern era.
0: When was the last time in your, and I mean this, in your long Hall of Fame radio-slash-TV career, That you referenced a politician, because I thought it was amazing, as a tool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's no double meaning there. I loved it. Trust me. It was great. It's great. I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it a little more <laughs> elegantly. Yeah, she's no. an instrument of the left. Yeah. She's <laughs> an idiot
0: is what she is. She's an idiot. And then all those ba- an instrument and a tool and all those things. And whether it's the crisis here with the illegals in New York City. I mean, uh, she's all excited that President Biden. We did talk to her. I'll give her credit. Mayor Mayor Adams got nothing. He got nothing. Mr. Biden of Brooklyn, the president couldn't care less. At least he got a chance to talk to Biden, Hochul. But this deal that they made with the Venezuelans, I don't know. I'm not that smart a guy like you, but uh, they're the only group of people that will get work authorizations in less than 180 days. And for me, one word comes to mind.
1: Oil. Listen, Joe Biden is a tool of the left as well. <laughs> they want these people to come here because they want them to vote. Across the Delaware River in Pennsylvania, the governor is about to sign legislation that will allow anybody who gets a driver's license to vote. And in Pennsylvania, you don't have to prove citizenship to get a driver's license. Look at that. That will probably start to spread to New Jersey, uh, and to New York. So this is only going to get worse before it gets better.
0: for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. or email them at info at GaboLaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. You know, I was looking at the numbers, going back to Trump for a second, and uh, folks are like, hey, it's still early. You know, it's still early. Shut up, God. That may be the dumbest stock comment I hear, and I hear it all the time. Folks, listen to me carefully. It ain't early. It ain't. And if you're telling me that in five months, Iowa is going to be some type of watershed— He's killing everybody in Iowa, killing yes, everybody. Yes. And now the numbers came out this morning, and he's destroying everybody in New Hampshire. He's up by yes. 36 points on Ron DeSantis. So all this talk, it's early, blah, blah. The guy's been indicted four times already. What else do you need to say? I don't want him. It ain't early, folks. You know what it is? It's over.
1: It is over. It'll be legitimately over, meaning there'll be nobody even challenging him. Uh, after Nebraska, he's he's running the board. I mean, the, the more they uh, indict him, the more they attack him, uh, the better off he does. Same thing, by the way, with uh, Bibi Netanyahu. I don't know your opinion uh, of Bibi. I but, love, him. But uh, I love he, him. I love him. I
0: love him. To every, me, every he's, time he's,
1: he's, he appears he's in court. Every time there's testimony against him, because their trials are different. They do it two days here, yeah. and they're off for a month and another two days. They don't try the cases the way we do. But every time he does those two days in court, no matter how damning the evidence is against him, his approval ratings go up.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's no way you can like Donald Trump and not like Bibi. They're the same guy. One just wears a yarmulke every day. <laughs> I mean, they're, right. they're the same exact guy. And I know that not just Bibi, but uh, you know, they went after his wife too. I don't know uh, what the deal with that is at this point. If that's over, if it's not over, but yes, that they, they—they it don't...
1: is over. The, ca- the okay. case against Mrs. Netanyahu was over. It was nonsense absolute nonsense about uh, pink champagne that had been delivered to the house that she billed to the wrong account. It was a bookkeeping error. Does that sound familiar, Alvin Bragg, (laughs) a bookkeeping error? Oh, man. Ay, ay, ay. So
0: uh, where are we with uh, anything new before I wrap up this great conversation? And we'll get to your column, of course, as we always do. Anything new? I'll
1: I'll, I'll tell you what I'm worried about, and I'm worried that Trump will harm himself legally with the stuff he says on air. You saw my column uh, this morning. So one of his defenses is my lawyers advised me to do it. That's advice of counsel defense. That is a bona fide, legitimate defense. If you honestly think that what you're doing is legal because your lawyers told you to do it, that is a defense in a courtroom. Don't go on national television and say, my lawyers were rhinos, they were jerks, I didn't believe them, I don't respect them. Because then you just shot yourself in the foot. You don't have that defense anymore. That's what he did on Meet the Press on Friday. And so I wrote this piece this morning to sort of send him a message. The last time I sent him a message, he accepted it. After the indictment in D.C., he went on national television and said, we have a 69-page document that refutes everything in this indictment. We're going to release the document on Monday. I got on television. And I said, don't do it. Don't release the document. Don't give the government a roadmap of your defense until you have to. Guess what? Over the weekend, he changed his mind, and he didn't release the document. So sometimes you have to have a little tough love with him, and that's why I wrote that column. Great
0: column. I read it, and it's always a great column. And that's why I love Thursdays, because between you and the guy coming up in less than an hour, you both write great columns. So, you know, Brian Kamita's on this show every week, and he closes out with the same ending every time. He goes, stay within yourself. And now I've noticed that every time you close out, you close out with some type of nice salutation to Bill O'Reilly. Are you doing that this morning?
1: I I just heard what O'Reilly said uh, in his uh, morning update. About Mitt Romney, and I couldn't agree with him more. And I was there when he, and I was there when he had those disputes with Roger Ailes, and I stuck by O'Reilly then, and I'm sticking by him now.
0: I mean, you are such a suck-up judge; it's almost embarrassing. <laughs> I'm trying to get him to come on my show. Oh, is that what it is?
1: Why don't you just ask him? I have. I have. All right. He he told me that he's going to point me out in the audience when you guys are together next month.
0: Well, hopefully you're going to be there. You're going to be there October 27th, yes? Um, I'm running up on the
1: stage. We've already arranged it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good be you, Judge. Hey, as always, that's a, uh, that's a great appearance. Great, great job. Love having you on Thursdays. Have yourself a great weekend, and easy fast, even you're not Jewish, and we'll talk again next week, okay? <laughs> God love you, Sid. I love you more. Judge Napolitano.